Welcome to the For the Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Hope you guys are doing so well. Staying fresh, cool, entertained. Who is loving these bonus quarantine episodes? I am. I am loving them. They are the highlight of my week. Us recording them. I I hope. I don't know if they're y'all's highlight listening, but for me, they provide some much needed entertainment when we record them. Yeah, some social interaction. Social interaction. I at least get to sit across the table from you. And talk into a microphone. Yeah. I was telling Mac earlier, when you don't talk to anybody all day and then you have to talk to like a group of people, I feel really awkward, you know? Yeah. Like literally the other night I hung out with a couple of people and I got home and um, I felt sick from laughing so hard because I hadn't laughed that much. (laughs) That's amazing. Like I literally felt like I had like an, I felt nauseous from laughing too much. You're like, so many people and it's so good. Yeah. I'm so happy. And then I was like, I came off the high of it and I was like crashing. So that's hilarious. Well, we are super excited about today's episode. We are speaking with Georgia Brown and Emma Mae Jenkins. Basically two of the most joy-filled, sweetest, kindest, cutest girls you've ever met in your entire life. We love them both. Like beyond this podcast. We are like fans like hardcore mac and i like really do follow both of them faithfully because they bring life to my life literally like you know with those people that post something and it's like their little story pops up like i click as fast as i can right away circle yeah what are they doing they just encourage me they like challenge me with just their joy and everything you guys are gonna love them and what's super cute and why we wanted to have them on the episode um, well, first off, we were going to do a live episode with them in Lynchburg, I Virginia, know. which we had to cancel. But we're going to make it happen one of these days because that would be the most so fun. fun. But what I love about them is they are besties. Literally Just best like you friend. and I, They're besties. And so we're going to chat all about their friendship yeah. and just like both of their lives, their walks with Jesus. It's going to be super cool. And um, also they're kind of long distance friends. So they're going to be able to share maybe some encouragement for all of us in that season as yeah. we all now have a lot of long distance <laughs> friendships. That's true. That's true. They're going to bring some truth. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so we good. We know you guys are going to love it. Yes. But, but beyond that. Beyond that, you know, um, in this quarantine season, in this like, you know, everything happening, the big trend of the year has been TikTok. Yeah. Which I personally have been on the TikTok train for a while, low key. Oh. Yeah. Trendsetter. No, not a trendsetter. I just like knew that the, the tweens were on TikTok and like wanted to um, see what was the, it was all about. Um, okay. Some Staying of my cooler friends introduced me to it. Wow. And so, you know. Cooler friends. Are you saying cooler than me? <laughs> I wasn't really, but <laughs> if you want to take it that way. Okay. Um, I mean, that's a compliment. I was kind of saying cooler than me, like they were cooler than me. Oh, but okay. Okay. Yeah. It definitely sounded like <laughs> I really didn't mean it like that. I but. really am never in the loop of anything, You'd, so yeah, I'm not offended. You're not. Yeah. That's very true of you. You're. You're like blissfully unaware of pop culture, which honestly is for the best. You should stay that way. Um, But yeah, so TikTok is a thing and there's all these TikTok challenges. And LOL, Ken's comes to me the other day and she's like, Mac, we need to do the koala challenge. Yes. And I did know what the koala challenge was because, duh, of course, course, I know it all. (laughs) And um, so literally about 15 minutes ago, we did the koala challenge. And it was hilarious. The best part about this um, was that we, number one, I, I, you know how normally before you do a challenge, you like watch it and like figure out what to do. You literally just ran and jumped on me. <laughs> like I had no idea what I was supposed I had to do. so much faith in you. I had no idea. Like, was I supposed to touch you? Was I not supposed to touch you? So we probably didn't do it properly. But that's all right though. You guys, the audience needs to know that you are so strong. I- Mac is so <laughs> strong. I mean, like multiple times throughout just like doing delight, doing ministry together. We've had to like carry large items for whatever reason. Oh, that one conference. Oh, yeah. One conference we had, uh, we were on the third or fourth story was where the event was taking place. Our leadership conference. Yeah. And they didn't have an elevator. So we had to load everything for the conference up 
stairs up like four flights in of stairs. August. It was oh, so in Nashville, hot. it was so hot, and yeah. we had to load the whole sound system but up there. Like Mac was like taking boxes. Like, oh, that do you remember that so one speaker? Heavy? That video of me carrying that speaker. Oh yeah, it was so funny because Ken's was carrying the speaker <laughs> and like was dying. She's literally like, ah, ah, I can't do it. I can't lift anything, you guys, and like. I go to the gym, yet I still am not strong. Like, yeah. how do we do that? How do we get strong? You need strong? to put on some um, protein. Some, some, yeah, <laughs> we'll make you a protein <laughs> shake every morning. <laughs> oh I think I'm gosh. just like, I'm like naturally strong. Just, yeah, maybe like just naturally got those muscles. Oh, that's really amazing. You know? I can see it. The gun's popping. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I really love, like, there's no, nothing makes me happier than proving my strength, though. That's amazing. Like, I believe that. nothing gives me greater, deeper sense of joy and purpose I don't than know like that anybody can relate. Maybe. Like, probably dudes, but not like most <laughs> girls that run like a Christian college pink women's ministry. But I over here, I'm like, yes, give me a jar to open. Give me a wow. heavy box to carry. Like, give me another box. Stack another box on there. I'll carry three boxes. That That's gives so me real. joy. So You know what was really funny about the koala challenge, though, is what? that we had to like really be on top of each other and we never touch. Yeah. Was that weird for you? Well, no, because recently we tried to do this flip challenge and... Oh, that's right. Literally, this is probably <laughs> TMI, but for this flip challenge, Ken's uh -oh. had to like stick my hand. Like, oh, She no. was like literally... <laughs> Wait, I can't remember that. Your hands had to be in a very interesting part of my body <laughs> for this thing. And like you were like... Oh, yeah, that's Like it. literally sticking them up there. I was like, oh my gosh, this uh. is... So that got me over my like weirdness with touching boundaries you. a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, so... Fun fact about us, though. We, like, don't hug, really. We don't hug. Yeah. We, we, we honestly it. should get over that. I think it's, like, kind of the... We've had overplayed the joke at this point. Do you yeah. think? I know. I, you know, I'm not a huge hugger in general, but I hate when people, like, tell me I'm not a big hugger. It's just, like, kind of rude, you know? I'm like... I know I like to hug. Like, <laughs> I, just was I have seen you recently try to like prove to people that you like to touch. Yeah. Which has kind of been funny to watch. Because I don't want to be like, she's not a hugger. Yeah. Like, it she just doesn't feels have mean. a heart. Um, but Anyways. yes. Okay. I think we need to do some more challenges. So on the gram. Yeah. I don't know if you follow at for the girl underscore underscore underscore. <laughs> It'll never stop Lots of underscores. <laughs> Technically three. You'll find it. Three though. underscores on Instagram. But that's where we are talking all things podcast. That's where we're posting funny videos. Um, keeping up. If you want to keep up with Mac and Ken's, that's the place to do it. It really is. We're going to be posting on there more and more. More challenges. Yeah. More things. Oh, it reminds me. we got to get a podcast picture after this. Oh, okay. We good idea. Always we forget. always forget that. And I think our next thing we're going to do is learn Christian Renegade. Okay. There's been requests. The people want it. That's going to be difficult for me. Yeah. Ken's is not the best dancer. So no honestly, rhythm. maybe don't send us dance requests because we're not very good at those. But if it's talent. like strength, talent, yeah. um, we'll definitely do those. Handstands, so gymnastics. Follow us on the gram at for the girl underscore underscore underscore. We are going to impress you with <laughs> our tricks. And go comment on our koala challenge and Please then send us. give us some love. Do a koala challenge with your people and send it to us too so we can laugh and see that you're probably way better than us. But also we that was our first try. That's that, impressive. Yeah, that is really impressive. But yeah, you guys, if you're on that gram, we're like so engaged on there. We, we're like obsessed with it right now. So we'd love to chat with you, connect with you, all the things. We would love that. But let's stop talking about oh my TikTok challenges and get to the real, probably about to be the, the best, best, like 30, 40, 50 minutes of your life listening yes. to the sweetest girls on the planet, Emma, Emma May, and Georgia Brown. It's going to be amazing. Let's do this. Okay, we have two such exciting Woo! guests on the podcast today. We have Georgia Brown and Emma Mae Jenkins. And like, I could not be more excited. This straight up feels like a podcast party with you two here. <laughs> party. Yes, it's yes. so fun. Okay, so I want everybody to kind of like be able to differentiate between your voices and everything. Um, so... If both of you guys will introduce yourselves, say who you are, you know, where you go to school, what you're studying, just a little bit about you. And also tell us where you're quarantining from, too, because <laughs> yes. we're all quarantining right now. <laughs> yes, Georgia, you go first. 
Oh, I was going to tell you to go first. You go. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, my name is Georgia, and I am a junior in college. And I guess since we're getting to the close of the semester, I'm going to be a senior. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm a junior right now, and I'm studying commercial songwriting with a minor in classical piano. And I'm studying at Middle Tennessee State University, which is about 30 minutes from Nashville. But during this quarantine season, I am in Bentonville, Arkansas, in my childhood home. Wow. What a time. (laughs) I've been following you on the gram, Georgia, and seeing all your like hometown experiences. (laughs) And it's been so fun. You and your brother, Redhead. So cute. (laughs) My twin. I love that. Okay, Emma. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) I am Emma, and I am a sophomore at Liberty University, which is up in Lynchburg, Virginia. And like Georgia said, I mean, I'm doing classes online from home now, but I mean, if you're counting residentially being on campus with campus, um, I'm kind of a junior. Okay. (laughs) And I am majoring in church ministry with a focus in women's leadership, which has just been such a sweet experience because I went to college truly like not to get a degree that wasn't like my main priority my main priority was just to build relationships with people um but through majoring in this i've gotten to just learn so much about god's heart through learning how to study his word and building relationships with people who are further along in their journey so like i love college and i also i live like five minutes down the road from georgia so i'm currently in my house social distancing (laughs) i'm waving through the window Oh, yes. oh, I love that. That's amazing. I didn't know you guys lived so close to five minutes. That's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so speaking of you guys being kind of hometown friends, we want um, to know a little bit about how you guys became friends. A lot of this podcast, we want to just speak into um, friendship and just like God-centered, kingdom-purposed friendships and what that looks Mm -hmm. like for you guys. Um, And so we're just going to jump right in. I want to know how you guys became friends and all the things. Emma, you tell the story and then I'll tell my side. Okay. I love that. How like something will take place and you're both experiencing it, but like you're coming from places that only the Lord knew you needed that friendship and that particular way and so I'll tell you the story but when Georgia tells it it's going to be unique in its own way because we have different stories that God wanted to unite so it's so fun sharing like (laughs) both of us sharing these stories but okay so I grew up moving a lot I'm originally from Louisiana and I grew up moving to Mississippi, North Alabama, North Florida, Birmingham, Alabama. And now at this point, I was, um, it was the summer before my sophomore year of high school. And I moved to Bentonville, Arkansas for my sophomore year of high school. And so didn't really know a whole lot of people. I was brand new, but excited about how God was going to use this move Mm -hmm. just to glorify himself. And I had seen him be so faithful in every move prior. Something that I thought was so cool growing up that God taught me is that his presence is our home. And so what I really learned is like, wow, I, I can walk in confidence whenever I'm saying yes to wherever it is that God is leading me because where where he where he is leading where the journey i'm on has his approval that's where his peace is and so mm-hmm. like i'm not at home within a certain boundary of state lines or within underneath a certain roof but i'm at home walking in the presence of the lord and so that's something that was so sweet moving and really getting to embrace because that move was the hardest move for me and so I think God also knew that I needed a special friend because I felt lonely and and so I remember it was the first of the school year and I was riding the school bus because I was a sophomore I didn't have a car yet and I was sitting on the school bus and up until this point I had heard of Georgia Brown's name like I had heard about her red hair I had heard about how (laughs) so gifted and talented in the music 
area. I had heard that she, her voice was incredible, that she was just so kind-hearted. So, like, she was already a celebrity in my eyes, and I hadn't even met her. I, like, <laughs> I was already looking up to her, and, but I didn't know what she looked like or anything like that. And so I was sitting on the school bus, and because we live five minutes down the road from each other, we rode the same school bus. And I saw Georgia walk up on the school bus. She didn't sit next to me, but when I saw her, I got so excited, and I just had this vibe that that was Georgia Brown. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's so cool. And so a couple of school bus rides later, we eventually sat next to each other and it was just the sweetest hit off. Like we yeah. planned, okay, like it was around October and so we were like, okay, <laughs> we're going to carve pumpkins. So I'm going to come to your house. This is the time we can meet up. <laughs> like this is what we can do and how we can do it. And, and truly from there, the Lord just... He continued to deepen our friendship. And like to this day, and I know until Jesus comes back, she will forever be a sister, best friend. And um, truly, I I got to taste and see the faithfulness of the Lord through mm-hmm. meeting Georgia That's because so I had just moved, was afraid that I wasn't going to have good friends, didn't know anybody. And God was like, actually, not only are you going to have good friends, but I'm going to bless you with a sister who's also walking with me. And y'all are going to get to walk alongside each other in a way that in a way that very um just you only get a certain handful of confidants in your life Mm -hmm. like not everyone in your life is going to be your best friend and god was like but this is going to be one of them and it was just such a blessing for me i love that girl (laughs) i'm crying crying. (laughs) me too honestly so sweet (laughs) oh man okay so I have never moved before. This address is the address I've always had. Like, I'm sitting mm-hmm. in my childhood bedroom that, like, me and Emma have had sleepovers in. Like, this is home. And so I have just been used to the same people that I've grown up with since kindergarten. And so I was a junior in high school, and I was so scared to drive after um some class we took, I don't even remember what class it was, but they show like videos of like how you need to be safe in the car and different things. I was so scared to drive. I was like, I'm just going to ride the yellow limo as long as I can. (laughs) The yellow limo. I love it. So so I just was like riding the yellow limo and good thing too, because that's where I met Emma. And so when she came to school, I heard that there was this girl that was super happy and just super bubbly and loved to hold the door and that she was always late for class because she was always holding the door. And, but I never met her, but like Emma said, I kind of had a good idea of what she'd look like. Someone that just was very approachable and like you could feel the love rating off them. And sure enough, when I walked on the bus, I felt that like when you see Emma smile, like you don't see Emma, like you just see the Lord. Like mm. truly, I see a side of his face when I see Emma. And when I saw her for the first time, I was taken aback. I was like, who is this? I was like, I want to be their friend. And oh my gosh. So after like the first day, I didn't sit with her. But then the next day, I got the courage up to sit by her. And then finally, you know, we had to give the bus driver a note and say that it was okay for her to come home with me. And we we carved pumpkins. (laughs) This is so cute. So fun. Oh my goodness. You carved pumpkins? Wait. So happy. (laughs) Yes, we still have those pictures. And it was something that we talked about that we wanted to do like every year. And we, I think we've only done it like twice, but it's been so special yeah. because while we carve, we just have been talking about what the Lord's been taking out of our life and the things that he's been shining his light in. And mm. so at 16 years old, being, to have, being able to have conversations like that, like, y'all, I hadn't had conversations like that before. Truly, Emma was my first friend that didn't reflect the world. Like, Mm. she was my first friend Mm. that I got to walk alongside with in the same hallways and be able to shine a light in kind of a dark place. And, oh my gosh, the whole atmosphere of the high school changed because of that girl. I truly believe that light shining in her just, whoo, with a school of 4,000 people, like, that girl's light just shined so bright. And she made me realize that I could shine my light even more confidently. It didn't matter what my socks looked like. It didn't matter if they were on the outside or the inside of my pants. I could wear overalls or scrunchies or, you know, yeah. walk, walk with a pep in my step. You know, oh, I just love her. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, this is just like the sweetest, cutest thing yeah. I've ever experienced in my life. And I love this because... 
Man, it's so cool because I feel like Kenzie and I can so relate. Like we have um, just like a, a special friendship and it. We like to say that this is like there's there's friends that you have and then they're like kingdom friendships that you have. Those mm. friendships that are just set apart and you know that through the coming together of two or three or four people like that the kingdom will look different because of it. And I'm so thankful that God brings people together in this way. And like you can just yeah. sense and feel that it's different and that like God has his hand upon it and it's so cool that you guys found each other like most people don't find those until later in life and that you guys found each other in high school and like got to like do this together and really like grow up together and like shape and cultivate your faith together so it's so so cool and we want to hear so much more I'm sure you guys have so much encouragement just for people stepping into friendships but before that I would love to hear because you guys have already kind of mentioned this a little bit but I just believe that like every single person carries like a piece of God's character a piece of God's heart in them and like we learn and we grow and we're stretched by just like being in relationship with one another and so what um we'll start with um Georgia, we'll start with you. What is the biggest thing that you have just like learned about the Lord and learned about his character through your friendship with Emma? Ooh. Oh my gosh, that's so hard. I feel like every time that we see each other again, like I'm learning something new about yeah. him through just her life because she's just so obedient every time I, I get to just have a sleepover or even if she comes over for 20 minutes because that's the only time that we have. It's just so refreshing. Um, wow. I think the, one of the biggest things would be just the weight of your words and your conversation and how every time we have a conversation, I leave like better than I came into a conversation. I leave truly like smelling like the aroma of the Lord because of the the community I was in with our friendship of just the things that we talked about, the things that we didn't talk about. And, mm-hmm. and it was never like a precedent of like, we're not going to talk about this. It's just, that's just how it is. Like yeah. Yeah. we, we talk about things that sharpen each other like iron, because that's what scripture says. Everything has always been pointing back to him because if it's not, it's not worth our time talking about. Yeah. And so ever since, the beginning of our friendship, it's always been honest, true, and uplifting. And so I've always felt just so encouraged and ready to take on the world when it comes to um, our friendship because she encourages me and she uplifts me in a way that I feel energized. It's like having your own little like quiet time with the Lord, but really loud because you both like just can't contain it. That's how I feel like our time is together. That is so good. good. And what a word. I love what you said about like the things we talk about and the things we don't talk about. Like we can say both look at each other. We're we're like, like, oh my gosh, come on. Like there's so much power in your words and in your tongue and being disciplined in that and just friend to friend (laughs) conversation is so important. So important. That's so good. Okay. Emma, Emma. Okay. What are your, the biggest things you've learned about or through Georgia? Oh, I love this question. I just love questions, but I love this question. (laughs) I, I have grown so much in my walk with the Lord simply by getting to have Georgia as a friend, because like you said, like, because everyone is made in the image of God, a character, a quality of the Lord exudes through each and every human. And so I can't help but be encouraged in the Lord when I'm with Georgia, because she's so like obediently surrenders her life to him. And so therefore so much of who he is exudes through her. And so I like, I wrote down some things while you were asking the question because I was like, Oh, there's so many. I don't want to forget them. But (laughs) so some of the things that like I have been so encouraged in the Lord through Georgia has definitely been intimacy. So intimacy, meaning how the Lord so desperately wants to be personal and intimate with us. Mm. And Georgia walks in such a way that like her relationship with the Lord is exactly that. It's, Mm. it's a relationship. Like she's walking in intimacy with him, personally talking with him and holding his hand and letting him carry her. And, and whenever I see her walking with him in such a way like that, I'm reminded of how the Lord intimately pursues me. And I was made to be in that personal relationship with him. And she, she just, she lives that out. She doesn't only talk about it, but she lives it. She's a doer of, of the word. And, oh, I just love her. And her laugh. Okay. Her laughter. 
truly like in Psalm, I mean, in Proverbs 31, where it says that she is clothed in strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. There has never been a time that me and Georgia are together and laughing is not with us. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We have had, of course, times that we've cried, times that we've just been so vulnerable in the hard stuff. But there is also such a precious place <laughs> when we're together of vulnerability in the good stuff. And we just yeah. laugh about it. And <laughs> I mean, that's just like, it's a, just a testament of how strong the joy of the Lord is. Yeah. And Georgia walks in the joy of the Lord that is her <clears throat> And and it's it, it's just made known through her laughter, and it has been so much fun too to see how in the Lord we lack no good thing. Mm-hmm. And I just as a witness of Georgia's life and her walk with the mm-hmm. Lord, getting to see her grow in resting in the truth of how God is the only one who can bring her contentment mm-hmm. has been so encouraging to me like she daily is leaning into him and letting him be the one who fulfills her because she knows that he's the only one who can and that's just you can never be reminded of that too many times you truly can't and georgia is such a dreamer (laughs) because she's seeking the lord in prayer and she, we will come together and she's like, Emma, okay, these are the things that I'm envisioning. These are the things that I'm dreaming about because these are the things that God is dreaming for my life. Like mm-hmm. in Ephesians 3.20, it says God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly greater things than what we could ever ask or imagine according to his power at work within us. And the way that Georgia talks, the way that she believes, the way that she walks, it never fails to remind me of how our God is a dreamer and therefore it's not childish to dream but it's childlike to dream and it's actually something that we've been called to do and that's literally just a couple of things Emma okay this is okay she can't fail this and not let me say something okay do it here's my rebuttal here's my rebuttal the reason why I'm able to like love the way that I do is was because that I, I I saw it within Emma. Emma mm-hmm. paved the way to show me that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like that I could spend time with the Lord daily in my Bible, that I could be different. She showed me that I can truly live original, that I, I was a little different. And so is she, but we're not different in trying to search for something to fulfill us. We are being original in the design to be the one that God has created us to be. And so Emma just truly like, she changed my life. Like I'm not trying to be dramatic or anything, but like she truly like changed my life. I just saw the Lord through her and I love sharing my dreams with her. I love sharing the hard stuff. I love sharing the laughter like that, you know, that we almost like pee in our pants because we're having so much fun, you know, (laughs) that's like doing life through every season. That's just something that I hold so near and dear to my heart is our friendship. That's so good. You guys are the best. (laughs) I just want to hug everyone right now. I know. Wow. I wish we were all together. Yes, seriously. But that's so good. I love those things you shared. And that's why friendship is so important because it's, you know, we should surround ourselves by people who are going to inspire us to just like grow in our character, inspire us to chase after Jesus further. Like that's like the purpose of friendship. That's yeah. the beauty of friendship. It challenges you in this incredible way. So, wow, you guys clearly have changed each other's lives and I just love that. Okay, I'm curious. Um, So you guys told a little story. You carved pumpkins. You guys are little high school kids. Like being the <laughs> Um, we talk about this a lot like sometimes when um you super like get along with somebody um but yet you think they're like super cool and sometimes it can be a little intimidating to like reach out or like be vulnerable enough to be like hey let's hang out again or let's do this thing again and mac and i actually we met our uh our sophomore or freshman year and we grabbed dinner together and it was the very end of freshman year and we were going into summer and I remember thinking like I really want to like stay in touch with Matt because she's so awesome but I feel so weird like texting her all the time like I don't know it's just like I don't know it's just vulnerable for me so I want to know for you guys like how are some ways that you guys have like pursued each other um in your friendship like what are some ways that um, even for the listeners, like if there's anybody that's like 
really feel God calling them to a certain relationship in their life? Like, how can you encourage them or empower them or point them in a direction to like to seal that friendship in a way? It's good. <gasps> I have something to say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. So I just, I remember this moment and it was like, I think right after or right before me and Georgia carved pumpkins. So like, it was literally when we had first met and again, I was new and I was at a football game and I got a call from Georgia and she was like, and which also that like off the bat surprised me because I was like, I'm new here. And a, like a junior mm. here, like already calling me like, <laughs> I felt special already. And so I, I answered the phone and she was like, Hey, like me and my family are going to this concert and I have this extra ticket. And I was wondering if you wanted to come with me and it meant the world to me. And we ended up going, we got shakes and like our smoothies. And like, it was like such a sweet time, but just her reaching out and inviting me communicated that she had thought of me and, she acted on that thought and so I just wanted to say that um to like the people who like have certain people on their hearts like hmm, I really I have this tug on my heart that God is wanting me to reach out to this person and maybe start a friendship maybe pour into their life maybe like walk alongside one another but I'm scared of how they're going to react or I'm scared of how I'm going to come across like all of those different fears and intimidations that the enemy will whisper into our ears to keep us from doing something because his purpose is to seal kill and destroy but there's actually of course, you don't always know how someone is going to respond, but you will never regret being obedient to the Lord. And yeah. God says that he has come so that we have life and have it abundant. And you never know if the person on the other end of the phone or the person on the other end of your ask or the person on the other end of your reaching out, it may, just as it did to me, mean the world. Like, mm more than you will ever know that maybe like they may feel lonely they may not know if if they're gonna have a friend they may really be in a season where they need to have someone to walk alongside and like just I'm just saying it from an experience where it blessed the socks off of my feet that like just you will never regret reaching out in kindness and reaching out in love being prompted by the spirit to do so the other person will respond however they respond but i would mm. say like, as an experienced human on the other end of that phone call it speaks volumes yeah mm. i remember that like it was yesterday we didn't know one song at that concert but we sure have fun so fun. I think, you know, for me, it's always been the little things. I think for friendships, we always picture this grand gesture, you know, like even asking someone to prom nowadays is like the biggest thing. And it's like, I feel there, there, there's like this pressure that you don't know is there, but you're like, oh my gosh, what if they say no? And the worst that they can say is like, no, I'm busy or, or just no. But we have this fear of rejection. It's just so big. And even though it's just, you know, roaring like a lion, but it's really small. And the one thing that Emma has always been intentional about is the little things. She, her presence was just enough. She didn't have to be something that she wasn't. She didn't have to do something that wasn't outside of who Emma was. She just was Emma and that was more than enough because she was just herself. And so one present that she like blessed me with was this book. She came home from a family vacation and she gave me this book and it was called There's Only One You. I'm actually staring at it right now. It's it's here on display in my room and it it's this cute little book and it's like has all these little fishes on it and she just wrote little notes all inside the book just telling me how loved I was and just poured out scripture within the pages of this book she found on a family vacation and so through like little notes through FaceTime dates even though we weren't together she intentionally pursued me by still being the same Emma mm -hmm. she didn't feel like she had to change because the season had changed she was still mm -hmm. Emma because both of our foundations were still rooted in the Lord and that was the reason why I truly believe we're still able to grow it's because we're just founded on him and we're watering ourselves daily and abiding in his good fruit and it's 
it's been able to make our friendship produce more fruit. And it's just, it tastes so sweet with age. It's like, it's like a fine cheese or something. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Fine cheese. Yes. That was a good one. <laughs> Okay, everybody, wanted to interrupt your listing really quickly to tell you all about our new quiet time subscription called The Tent. And right now, we are offering a free seven-day trial. I mean, what do you have to lose? You need to get in the tent. Ken, can you tell us more? That's right, yes. Basically, it's a digital hub where you can access all types of resources to help revive your time with the Lord. I don't know about you, but sometimes it's just so hard to connect with Him. Well, this is going to help you so much. We've got guided prayers, scripture readings, challenges, a community. We also have a brand new edition. Drumroll, please. Okay, guys, we are starting a new tent Bible study. So if you join the tent, you're going to have access to our once a month Bible study where we're going live on Facebook in our tent Facebook group. Yes. We're going to be talking about the word of God together. Go. What's God teaching us? It's going to be unfiltered, real, raw, fun, all the things you guys love. So if you just need more for the girl, more time with Jesus, you got to sign up for the tent. Like I Get said, in the free tent. seven day trial. Just go to forthegirl.com slash the tent. Sign up, sign your friends up, sign your mom up. Everybody needs to get in the tent. Woo! That was fast. We dropped really fast. Okay, guys. Back to the pod. Um, Yeah, that's so, so real. Like pursuing each other and friendships. And I think like putting yourself out there and realizing that like people, it means so much to people when you do that. Like those little things. I love both those examples mm-hmm. of the book and calling, inviting to the concert. Mm-hmm. And um, I think what's really cool about y'all's friendship and it's so obvious just as like an outsider looking in that like God has used the joining of you two together in such crazy cool ways, whether it's like through social media, I'm through, I'm sure just through people who like encounter you guys in person, just all these different ways. And I'm sure a lot of people listening right now are thinking, oh my goodness, like I, I want a friendship like that. Like I want a friend that, um, I can do so much more than just like hang out with on Friday night. Like I want a friend that I can impact the kingdom with and so even just if you guys could share maybe it's like tips or suggestions or just like markers of for you guys what a you know a true like kingdom oriented friendship looks like and how like even people who are listening right now can almost take their friendships to the next level um, and really have God start to move and work within their friendships wow Oh, you you want me to go first? Girl, go for it. Oh, okay, I just have one one thing come to mind. Really, you know, this friendship didn't come in my time. If it were on my timeline, it would have come a lot sooner. And so don't lose heart, truly, because I I did eat alone for like two years in high school. I did sit alone in the choir room because all those girls were so mean and like I wish Emma would have been right there right then but truly it came in his perfect timing and you know I I prayed for that friend and I got exceedingly and abundantly more like truly it just to the girl listening that thinks oh it's too late for me because I'm already in college no like Just wait on the Lord and be still. When he says go, he'll say go and it will be so incredible. And he he will grant you the desires of your heart. So just keep seeking him because the more that you get to know him, he'll he'll put blinders on you from things that you're not supposed to see and draw your eyes open to the the things and to the people that he wants you to draw closer to. And so just wait on the Lord and be still. And that's so hard. (laughs) But that's so good. But it's so worth it. That that's so I retweet that, double tap that. That's just so <laughs> cool. And I, I also just had like one nugget that um, the Lord put on my heart in response to that. And um, me and Georgia have both been talking about this because her word for the year is abide. Um, and then John 15 has just been on my heart a lot lately. Um, and John 15, Jesus says that like, I am the vine and you are the branches. And if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And our God is the God of relationships. Like you see in the, in the Trinity, like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in relationship with one another. God made us to be in relationship with him. And he made all of us to be in relationship with one another. Like we, we were made to do life with people, mm-hmm. but you can't expect 
expect relationships to be all that they were intended to be if you are not remaining in the one who created them. And so whenever you are remaining in the Lord, like like Jesus said in John 15, whenever you are seeking him first, whenever you are seeking him in prayer, in his word, like just looking to his heart, he will show you what relationships were designed for, how he intended them to look, and he will guide you daily and you will see fruit that will just be so flavorful and so sweet and it will bless the lives of other people who taste and see it too. And so I think that that's just something that comes to my mind when I think of kingdom friendships, because I like, I, my relationship with Georgia, it would not be at the depth that it is, and it would not have the sweetness that it does if it was not remaining in the Lord. Yeah, that's real. That's so good. Such truth. Okay, I'm curious how you guys um, have like hard conversations because I think a lot of people listening, sometimes they have, and Mac and I too, sometimes I'm like, oh, I have like, I don't know, something like ugly in my own heart that like I need to like bring to the surface in a conversation with her or um, maybe I am convicted of something I've been doing and um, need to talk to her about it or maybe vice versa. She needs to convict me of something that I'm doing that's kind of like not of the Lord or a little mess up in my life. And so I don't know, how do you guys um, navigate those conversations? I know there's a lot of people listening who maybe have like a tough friendship and they need to have like a heart to heart and they need to like be honest with each other. Do you guys have some like, I don't know if it's tips or tricks or maybe examples of how you've navigated those types of moments or conversations? Well, well, I, um, Georgia, if you have something Definitely. Yeah. Um, but I'll go after you. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> the really, the one thing that just comes to my mind is just, just back to Emma's words and just how in James, it talks about the taming of the tongue. Every yeah. conversation that I think that we've had, it's just, every word is also so seasoned with salt and it preserves that we're both just never harsh with our words. It, I just feel like we, before we even have any conversation, I, I, I'm going to speak for me. I won't speak for her, but I know that we spend such intentional time with the Lord and I pray for our sleepovers. I pray over these things that I just feel like praying ahead of the battle, kind of like in the old Testament, just praising our way. Whenever those tough conversations come with the word seasoned, like salt with the grace, truth, and the love, it, it makes it less hard and the uh, the weight isn't on our shoulders because we know it's not our weight to carry. We just let the Holy Spirit speak through either one of us. And if the Lord meets us with us in that moment, he meets with us and deals with us. But truly, this friendship, there's I've never felt like, tr- like, what's the word? Um, what's the word when you're like, uh, not con- not convicted when you're... Um, Comparison. I've never felt like I'm comparing myself to Emma. I just, we're both so different. So there's never even been like an unsettling jealousy. And so I think truly with our friendship, if you ask the Lord to protect you from those things, he will just let him into that area of your heart and your friendship because he will guard you because that's what he wants. Like he wants to keep you pure and blameless in his sight and in, in those friendships too. So really like, it's just, it's just a really good time. What do you think, Emma? <laughs> oh, I love you. You just spoke so much truth. And I, like, in addition to all of that, I think that there's so much freedom and rest that comes from acknowledging that you're two imperfect people. Yeah, and like letting the Lord be the cultivator again, going to John 15, that like he is our gardener and letting him be the cultivator of the soil that we are standing on as friends. And as he like, as he prepares that place for us in each season and in each conversation, um, truly we're able to like, walk alongside each other knowing that it's a safe place where neither one of us have it all together but we're resting in the fact that god is holding all of it together that he is he's carrying us through each conversation he's carrying us through each season he's carrying us through each moment and whenever 
you approach each conversation knowing that, okay, God is holding us, one. Mm -hmm. Two, we're both imperfect, and so we're not going to do everything spot on, but we're seeking the face of the Lord. So there's grace here. It opens up a doorway for you to be vulnerable. Yeah. It's just, it's a safe place where it's like, okay, like I know I've had conversations with Georgia where like, I've come to her and I'm like, sister, I'm struggling with this. (laughs) And this is what God is teaching me through it. That like, this is what I know he's, he's showing me, but like, I just need to talk about it because I I know that I may not find as much freedom as God is wanting to show me if I keep it in between my ears Mm -hmm. and like having that friend that you can go to um, and be vulnerable with that vulnerability is going to be a byproduct of a safe place that is cultivated resting in the Lord who's holding you together and resting in the freedom that, okay, we're not perfect. So I don't have to pretend like I am. Mm. And if it's not, if it's not a conversation too, just the action of the sisterhood of being present, because truly like there have been so many moments that I'm thinking back to high school of, you know, maybe I wasn't making the right, the best decisions. Did I want to talk about it? No, but Emma was there to just be. Yeah. And just the fact that she was willing to meet me kind of in my mess of, you know, me kind of being boy crazy and Emma just meeting me there and not telling me what I was doing was wrong, but being the friend and, in living in the light and just living her life as a holy sacrifice to him showed me, okay, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. And just the, just the fact that she would be still with me in those moments, just to be the friend to be there. Maybe you need to pray like, Hey Lord, help me be quick to listen and slow to speak. Because lately I've been doing the opposite in our friendship and I don't want her to hear from me. I want her to hear from you. So So good. So good. That speaks so much to our relationship too. I know one thing for Mac and I too that you guys can probably relate with is um, I think oftentimes a root issue of any sort of like tension or any sort of like negative thoughts towards each other really the root issue is like believing in each other like do you really like believe in what God's doing through them do you believe in your friendship together there's been some seasons for Mac and I this is something I'm learning so much in our relationship right now and that's like you know you kind of have to like if you're not really believing in them I think you have to kind of go back into like moments in your past and with your with that friend and like see what those little like things were that caused you to like not believe in them as much anymore it might have been like a conversation you had or where you felt betrayed or maybe maybe like a friend that they were hanging out with that you were like felt weird about or whatever it was it could be big moments or small moments but like kind of uprooting those um and facing them yourself like you know if I'm not believing in Mac that's really my my thing to go to God with and like uprooting those things it's not necessarily on on Mac and so I think that's probably another little tangible thing for people listening if there's yeah that's good Mm -hmm. yeah that's really good and I think that that really does make a difference because the truth is like we are human and and we will like fail at relationships sometimes we'll say the wrong thing we'll do the wrong thing but when we know at the end of the day that like our our friends hearts and our friends like missions and purposes then like we can have grace for them even when maybe like it hurts us sometimes and so I think that's like so important in friendships and and so cool and I love just what you guys talked about like the longer that you practice that and the deeper that you step into that like the safer the community becomes Mm -hmm. the safer the friendship is and the more real you can be the more raw you can be the more like messy and broken you can be and then honestly I feel like oftentimes do that like gives God more room to like show up and more room to have his like glory on display which is like so incredible and so cool and so it's just fun as friendships go through different seasons like how they they change and they transform and one thing that I think is super cool about y'all's friendship is you know you guys went to high school together so you probably were like with each other every day in high school besties all the thing but now you guys are both in college and you don't go to the same college and so you 
you almost have this like long distance relationship. Yeah, which is like oh, boy. so cute and funny, but also like so sad and hard. And I'm sure yeah. it was a transition. And yeah. what is yeah. so interesting about just the time that we're in right now with everything happening with COVID-19 and quarantining and people, you know, colleges being canceled and all of these different things is that so many friendships like abruptly that have been like in-person friendships are now having to like transition into these long distance friendships and how can we like love each other and support each other and pray for each other and believe in each other from afar and I feel like you guys will just have so much so many tips and encouragement yeah you guys are like experts at like pursuing a friendship (laughs) from a distance and so what what does that look like for you guys um maybe um Georgia can you start us off with this one Sure. Um, so I was a year older than Emma in school. And so I left and Emma went to do her senior year and it was, it was really hard. Like I missed my girl. I didn't know anyone mm-hmm. at my, at my university really. And so it was, it's really starting over and it really gave me a new perspective on what Emma was experiencing when she came to our high school. And so it really helped me meet her where she was and kind of go back and say, wow, like, I'm really proud of who you were through all that. And it made me realize that I can be bold in this new season for me in college. And so it made the intentionality have to increase times 10 of just having those FaceTime dates, even if they didn't answer the phone, leaving the voice message. And I still have voice messages from Emma from like years ago. And if I'm ever having like a day where I just need a little sunshine, I just go to my contacts and go to where it says little Miss Sunshine. And I have lots of little voicemails <laughs> and those oh. really uplift my day and they meet me right where I'm at. And so truly just the FaceTime dates and the the long text messages of they may be two or three pages long, just updating on what's going on in life, but it just meant so much and kind of remembering that friendship as you're in a new season. So like when I'd be walking the halls of my university, I would be thinking of Emma and like wondering what she was doing, but also thinking about how would Emma respond to this situation or how, like, how would Emma engage in this classroom? How could I love on these people more? Like truly that friendship just pointed me so strongly to the Lord that when I was in a new season, I was still able to carry the things that she just placed on my heart oh so deeply and just beautifully in a way that like I felt like she was she was still with me even though we were hundreds of miles apart Georgia I'm so proud of you oh I'm so proud of you Sam I'm gonna cry (laughs) I am I'm so proud of you I I truly am in full agreement of everything that she just said and the vert like handful of verses that came to my heart um when regarding not necessarily getting to be face to face what does it look like to be intentional in relationships um the verses that came to my mind were um in romans chapter 12 starting Mm. verse 10 it says love each other with genuine affection and take delight good delight (laughs) (laughs) in honoring each other never be lazy but work hard and serve the lord enthusiastically rejoice in our confident hope be patient in trouble and keep on praying when god's people are in need be ready to help them always be eager to practice hospitality and that truly like it oh my goodness it just you get to put it into practice in such a unique and special way whenever you and your best friend are no longer doing day-to-day life face-to-face because you like genuinely you get to reach out and think of creative ways and how to honor each other like literally I was on treadmill a couple of weeks ago and I was like I haven't talked to Georgia this week I'm gonna FaceTime her and I FaceTime her while I was doing my workout on the treadmill just to be like hey I'm just checking in how are you and we like it was like 10 minutes but we got to catch up and so like it's just it doesn't have we don't get to talk as often as I would love to but getting to like seek out creative ways as to how you can honor that other person will never be something that you regret and so whenever you think of never be lazy but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically 
a way that you serve the Lord wholeheartedly and enthusiastically is by seeking how you can genuinely love someone else. And whether that be through a text message or that be through a FaceTime or whenever I was working at summer camp and I would write Georgia a letter and she would write me a letter. And whenever you do have the opportunity to meet up, like Georgia, she planned a surprise trip where she bought a plane ticket, came up to Lynchburg and we literally had a girls weekend and it was one of my mm-hmm. favorite weekends truly of like the last year of our friendship. So and fun. so like, just like being an, and the Lord, he's the most creative of us all. And so going to him and saying, God, show me creative ways that I can honor my best friend and that I can love them. And yeah. always being eager to practice hospitality and to help them whenever they need help. And I love how it says, to rejoice in confident hope, be mm. patient in trouble. Because, I mean, being a, in a friendship that's truly one of the most special you'll ever experience and not seeing each other a lot, like, it's going to feel troublesome sometimes. It may be aggravating not getting to see them or maybe saddening not getting to see them or laugh with them as much as you remember doing. And so how I love how Paul says, keep on praying, like rest in the confident hope that like the Lord is so good. We have a friend in him and he, as we seek him is going to use this season to deepen this friendship in a way that maybe it couldn't have been deepened if we were together, you know? Oh, I just, I, I just need a hug. Oh my gosh, <laughs> all of us right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Um, that's so good. You know, friendship is so selfless. It's really, you know, it's so yeah. selfless, but it's so life giving, and it's cool yeah. that it can be both of those things at the same time. And even you guys just sharing that, it's like such um, a good reminder in friendship to be like, okay, take a moment and like throughout your day, like to not be thinking about yourself and get creative, like step into prayer, intercede for them. Like think of ways you can creatively serve them, writing them a letter, whatever it is. I was actually the other day, I was so convicted because my roommate, she made a comment about how I hadn't, um, Oh gosh, I think I already shared this on another podcast episode. So I must be very convicted about it. Um, (laughs) But she was like, uh, she was like, uh, said something about how I made her bed. She was like, that made me laugh like the other day when you, or cry like the other day when you made, or the other year, the other year when you made my bed. (laughs) And I was like, I haven't made your bed in so long. This is so sad. And I was like, it honestly convicted me. And I was like, I hadn't taken a moment to like, stop thinking about myself and my schedule and everything to like think about her just think about the people in my life that I love most and just be so selfless and selfless in my relationships and what's so special you know God brings it back with like such life-giving moments and relationships it's so so beautiful okay guys what is something that like is new or maybe a new revelation God has given you towards friendship or something he's teaching you about relationships in your life recently? This could be our last question. So kind of like the cherry on top. If there's any like big thing that he's really revealed about yourself or each other or your friendship altogether. Wow. Well, I truly, something that has just been made so evident in my life recently that I knew before, but I think just like in this season of my relationships and like particularly with my relationship with Georgia has been like truly how we were not made to do life alone. Yeah. <laughs> like you, like you, you cannot live the abundant life, the fruitful, rich life that God handmade you to live apart from doing life in community with people. And I've just been so blessed by getting to see, like we've talked about, see God's heart through Georgia, see God's intentionality through Georgia, see God's um, pursuit of my heart through Georgia by us getting to walk vulnerably together as sisters in Christ. Um, It's just been something I've been so encouraged by is that, wow, like, I was made to do life with people, like real life with people. Like mm. the like Georgia sees the 
the sweet parts of my life and she sees the other parts of my life that are sweet but are truly hardcore like things that God is breaking chains from and like she's seen those things and yet she's still here (laughs) and Mm. she still loves me and she still wants to be my friend and she still wants to pursue the Lord and like go and make disciples of all the nations alongside me as my sister and that just that blows my mind and so just getting to rest in the fact that wow god your grace is so good and i was made to do life alongside people and it it just it makes it so fun when you realize like wow like to be in relationships with people to have friends it's truly it's sweeter than perfume like it 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 waters my roots like it says in psalm one like you'll be blessed whenever you hang out with godly people like you will be like a tree that is planted by streams of water your fruit will yield in season your leaves will never wither and everything that you do will prosper like and that comes from spending time with godly people and being in the word like we were obviously community was very important to the Lord. And mm-hmm. and so that has just been something that I have been so deeply encouraged by is how I was made to do life with people. And actually you taste and see how good the Lord is when you do life yeah. with people. That's so good. Yes. Yeah, so good. What so about you, good. Georgia? Oh, that's so good. Oh, I just ditto to all of that because truly I love that anytime I would try to come around with like, with some type of makeup on, like any situation, if it's just covering up the real thing, Emma just has this spirit and this heart to just hold the makeup wipe and just give me this chance to take it all off. She just wants the unfiltered version of me. She just wants, just wants me. And and it's just so beautiful because I can just rest in knowing that we aren't supposed to do this alone and I can just be myself. Yeah. And she's made me a better version of me. Like I truly don't think I would be who I am today without our friendship. And because of the face of the Lord that I see through her and in this new season of, you know, she's at Liberty and I'm at middle Tennessee. I am just so thankful for the community she has there and that I have in Nashville. Like, It's just so sweet to see the Lord meet us right where we are. And I love her friends. Like, I love her. I just just pray for them and I pray for their community. And it's just such a blessing for me to know that my friend is okay. It's not out of a heart of jealousy or comparison that I wish I was there. It's out of total contentment in the Lord knowing that he has met us. Both where we are, our friendship will continue to grow and abide if we just remain in him. And because if we part from that, we can't be able to say, look what God did. We'll say, yeah. oh, well, it was it was us. We lost contact. No, but since we're abiding in the great fruit, in the good God, like, oh, the goodness of our Lord truly has sustained our friendship and has been able to allow it to flourish. And it's just so sweet in this season. And even if we're five minutes down the road or five hours apart, I just still feel like she's with me because of of the Lord, it just all comes back to remaining in him and finding those people that make you better. So good. (laughs) This is something that the Lord is like continuing to teach me, like daily reminding me and teaching me how to live out. Um, But I think something so cool. And Georgia spoke on this recently and did a phenomenal job with it too because she let the lord speak through her but truly like the church uh, the body of christ is exactly that we are a body all given different gifts given different talents um different vision different abilities um and it's all for one purpose like we may have different platforms but we're all living for the same purpose and that is what paul said in acts 2024 that my life is worth nothing to me Mm -hmm. unless i use it for finishing the work assigned to me by jesus and that is the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of god and and georgia has mentioned throughout this podcast that like comparison hasn't been something that like has been a leader in our friendship and i'm so grateful but i like definitely have to 
like surrender comparison to the Lord because in my flesh yes. comparison does come up um, because me and Georgia are good at different things and Georgia may be having a season of thriving in her walk with God and I may be having a season of like oh I'm struggling and and it could be vice versa and so like getting to rest in the fact that Lord, you have called us to different platforms because you're a personal God. You are leading us through different seasons because you know how you are personally wanting to grow us. And so help me remember that we're here for the same purpose. We are here to love you, love one another, and bless people. Help us keep our eyes focused, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Because we know that what is seen is just temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And that's just something I have found that is so precious and sweet. Um, And that is getting to celebrate your best friend. Yeah. Celebrate them hardcore. Like, go all out in reminding them of their gifts, reminding them of their talents, reminding them of their worth, reminding them of their purpose on their specific platform. Because more than likely, the enemy is attacking the very thing God is using within them. And so, of course, he would want to intimidate you. He would want to plant seeds of comparison to prevent you from actually honoring what God has entrusted mm, to them. And so, so, man, i that's something I've been so encouraged by in the Lord is to encourage Georgia in how she's stewarding her gifts so well. Celebrate her in how she's loving the Lord and loving people so well. Honor the Lord within her because, wow, we're all on the same team. And we were made to do this arm's length, boots on the ground, on the front lines of the same battle. Yeah. So good. Oh my goodness. You oh, guys. Fired up. Fired up. You guys are like friendship goals over here. It's amazing. Oh Literally watching you guys oh. or listening to you guys like ooh and goo over each other is like the sweetest thing ever too. It's just amazing. So thank you guys just for like using your friendship to literally honor and glorify Jesus. It is so evident and so clear. And you guys do this in your friendship, but you also just do this in your everyday lives. You you both use everything God has given you to like honor him. I mean, it's amazing and incredible to watch. Georgia, you with your music and your podcast. You got to be listening to her podcast. It's amazing. Friends, we love it. (laughs) And then also Emma, just with like writing and your books that you have. Yeah all like just even like your social both of you with your social media like it's incredible and just like you both are incredible women for Jesus and all of our listeners need to go follow them on the gram number one because they're both incredibly encouraging and inspirational but also just check out everything that they do we'll leave more information about that in our show notes and everything but thank you guys so much for chatting with us and sharing about your friendship this was so fun we love you so much oh my goodness we Oh, I'm refreshed. Me too. Same, same, same. I mean, we're making the most out of quarantine right now. And (laughs) we love you guys so, so much. Thank you. Bye.